Welcome to Create Wealth Through Franchising. I'm your host, Kim Daly. Whether you're a CEO, a military vet, a real estate investor, or simply in career transition and ready to take ownership of your future, with each episode, you're gonna learn valuable insights and hear inspiring stories from within the franchise industry. On that note, my guest stories are their own. And as a franchise consultant, I do not make personal brand endorsements or earnings claims, but I do educate, motivate, and inspire dreams. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Kim Daily TV and Create Wealth Through Franchising podcast. We have a special guest in studio with us today. His name is Rontario Hicks. He's from Mississippi and he's a Pool Scouts franchisee. Rontario, I love your name. Welcome to the studio of Kim Daily TV. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Let's have some fun and tell my listeners a little bit about Rontario's journey to business ownership. So back us up. What was happening in your life when you woke up one day and said, I think I want to invest in a franchise (laughs) (laughs) because nobody ever actually says that, right? So what was happening in your life when you found yourself thinking I need to do something different? So uh, I I had just recently retired from the military after 24 years. And so we um, I was going and hanging out, going to play golf, do little things. And uh, one day I came home from the golf course and my wife said, hey, you got to find something else to do because you're spending too much on the golf course. So I was like, well, all right, that was the aha moment. I guess I'm spending too much money and not bringing in any income. So <laughs> we we had that laugh and and they kind of pushed me into what do I want to do next and, and what's the why? So my why was I wanted to do something for myself. I didn't really want to work for other people anymore. I've worked for people my whole life since I was 17. And so I just wanted to do something different and I want to do something bigger than what other people do. I just want to do something amazing. And now I owned it. So when it, whatever I achieved, it was my achievement and, and I was happy about it. So that's what kind of pushed me in the franchise. And I looked around, I had helped my wife start a business. It was really daunting. It took a lot of time and I made a lot of mistakes. And so as we continue down that journey, I decided, well, let me go pick a franchise and it's already got a model. It's got people behind you. It's got people that support you throughout the process. And so I said, hey, let's jump in. Let's take a dive and, and see what, what comes out. That's what led me here. That's amazing. I love that story. So first of all, thank you for your service in the military. So 24 years and what branch were you in? In the Army. In the Army. So as a veteran, do you feel like the skills you gained in the military help you be a more successful business owner? I do believe that it helps to it helps us to think through the rest of the process, take a little time um, to do things. I'm more of a strategic thinker from my background in the army. And so it gives me time to sit back, make some make some assumptions and then move forward with an analysis of how to get there and where I want to be in the next three to five years. Um, so the army definitely has done that with the seven values that they hold dear. Um, but I like to say I like integrity, courage, and honor as my three that I love to use in my everyday life. And so it's, it's transpired and, and moved me into being um, a happy business owner. And it also has helped me to navigate some troubling times because you get a time to sit back. And after four deployments, I've seen a whole bunch of stuff happen. So I can sit back, take a breath, figure out what I want to do next, and then go forward with, with a plan that better work. 
It's really good. I think the military, <laughs> I once asked that question to somebody and he said something about to the effect of, well, when you have to make decisions in the face of uncertainty and people's lives are on the line. <laughs> like after that, whatever decisions you're making, you can make with less guarantee, you know, like it's all going to be okay. No matter what I was like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, No matter what we're going home at the end of the day, life is great. Nobody passed, nobody died, nothing happened. So no catastrophic failure. So life is good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. God bless you. All right. So you, why did you select pool scouts? So Pool Scouts was it was an interesting find that we I had I spoke to my business coach Steve Manker I, I reached out to him we had um, franchises I reached out and we had a good conversation I think our personalities matched and he went out and helped me look for some stuff that I wanted to do one of my main thing what main things were I want to be outside I want to be interacting with people um, and then I wanted something that I could do when I'm 60 or 70 and it's not really a big deal. It's not like golfing, but, you know, something comparable that I can lean into. And so that kind of led me into um, doing some some searching with the franchise coach. And we had about seven franchises that we looked at. And then it came down to Pool Scouts. So I was like, it's outside. It's free. I can only bad part about it is when it's cold, it's really cold. But other than that, um, the spring and the summer are outstanding to be out in the in the sun doing stuff on pools. So now you're outside making money rather than spending money. Is your wife That's happy? correct. She was a lot happier. <laughs> now, did she join you in the business, Rontario, or is it just for you? It's just for me. So um, she kind of sits behind the scenes and supports me, but she definitely said, hey, if you want to do it, go forth and do it and, and live through it, enjoy the journey. And, and it's been a good journey. I've enjoyed it tremendously. Yeah, that's really good. So, okay, so you've been in, you said, for two years. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about, like, how you started your business, maybe. Like, did you start in it and now you're on it, or did you always start on it? Tell us a little bit about the structure of yourself as the CEO of your company and how you chose to start. So how I started was, you know, naturally my wife looked at me funny again when I said I'm going to do a franchise. And so I had to pull out of my 401k. So I said, hey, if I'm going to pull out of my own funds, I need to make sure that I can I can survive it on my own. And so the first year I went at it alone, I was the CEO slash general manager slash doer slash pay pay employee, which was only by sale, which never got paid. And uh, we, we just kind of continued down that journey. And so as we what I have learned is um, I learned the backbone of my business. I had a working knowledge from some college stuff that I did and some jobs I had that in comparison in the field. Um, but really, when it when I was doing it every day, I definitely learned the backbone of my business. And so as we've grown and scaled, it's been made it a lot easier to have the conversations with my employees and with myself to say, is this realistic? Am I asking my employees to do too much? Um, are they doing too little? Are they getting paid enough? Are we um, ensuring that they're in a family atmosphere that they like to go home every day? feeling like, hey, I'm a part of Pool Scouts. Yay, let's go back tomorrow and we're going to do it again. And so that's the environment that I try to build. No different than when I was in the military and I was over people, over soldiers. You know, you always try to make them feel part of your family because they are. They're with you all the time. And so no different in Pool Scouts. They're with me eight to 10 hours a day in the summertime. So you got to make sure that they feel part of the conversation. But you also they also got to know that you've done it before, too. Um, so they know you'll be out there with them no matter what happens. I love it. How many people do you have working for you today? Currently, we're at eight people and we started with last year with one. Uh, so getting eight from one to eight is pretty is a pretty good stretch, but it's definitely 
um, I can sit back and take a breath of fresh air and get on podcasts with you and do other things. Hey, Daily Coach fans. If you're loving this episode, please do me a quick favor and leave me a five-star rating and a short review. Your feedback fuels my growth and rankings and shows others that this podcast is valuable. Now, back to the show. Oh, that's so good. Well, I'm glad you have eight employees now. I love it. Do you envision seeing yourself like, did you buy multiple territories? Do you, and the question I was going to ask is, do you envision seeing yourself scaling this out to like a really substantial business or is for you, is this like a retirement, something to augment your military retirement? Don't need to like crush it, make millions and kill yourself doing it. So I, I, I've battled with that. And now since we've grown a little bit, it makes it more evident to decide what we really want to do. Um, I've had a lot of conversations internally with my family and myself. And and I do want, if we're in, in a franchise to make money, there is no doubt about it. And it's not even fool ourselves. We're here to make money. Um, but how much money do you really want to make? And how many headaches do you want along the journey? Um, so I'm okay with making you know, a few million, I'm okay with that. But if I want to make 10 or 20 million, maybe that's a little bit of a headache in a pool business pool, just because you got to have a whole bunch of trucks and a whole bunch of people to do that amount of work. Um, but being in people's backyards 32 weeks a year, um, the franchise has done about, you know, they do over 13,000 pools every year. So in that and having 17 other franchisees that's working along with me, it makes it pretty easy to have a conversation about, um, you know, hey, how do we grow? How do we scale? And and everybody has a different story. And so I think my story is um, just go out there and have fun. And, and, oh, and I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Not 17 franchisees, 17 states. Uh, but, you know, we have 47 franchisees. So we call and we, during our convention, we have good conversations with each of them. Um, and so I pick off the people that I really like to, I can interact with and, and they've given me good ideas. And so I think I want to be kind of in the middle. You asked that question, where do I want to be? I want to be in the middle. I want to be big enough that we're all family oriented, but I don't want to be too big where I lose touch with reality of who my customer is and who my employees are. I think having that niche is where I thrive the most. So I think having a good balance of the middle is still good, but I can still make money and my wife stopped mad at me for going on the golf course every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can see you scaling up to where you might be able to say, I'm at work, honey, but you're over there hitting the clubs. <laughs> That'd be great too. I can work with that. <laughs> Okay, she's not listening to this recording. Then. <laughs> I'm going to give away your secrets. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's really good. So you said that your Pool Scouts runs 52, uh, 32 weeks of the year. And so a lot of times when candidates hear, ooh, seasonal, they think, is it really hard? You know, they, they think, I can't run that business. It must be really hard to like find people to work for me every season. Let's talk a little bit about that and how you figured out how to overcome that in your second year. Yeah, so the, my first year was just, hey, we're, we're in it and we're figuring it out. But my second year, I went to the our local SBA and our local SBA has been really instrumental in giving me ideas and models that work in seasonal markets and non-seasonal markets. So as we've had conversations, um, my good mix for my personal self is to uh, reach out and have a good mix of full-time employees and part-time employees. And so what that does is when we're in the off season, maybe I can just concentrate on repairs or concentrate on something else as revenue building, but I don't have a full staff working. And so I think that's really worked out where you do a little bit of half and half. So everybody 
in the offseason, everybody kind of knows that, hey, the college students are going to go back to college and they're going to do great and they're going to have a good year. And they're not really worried about money. They see gas money. So periodically come in, do some work, get some gas money, go home. And then we'll get into the summer. We're full fledged. But our full time employees, we have enough work for them um, to survive all year because they're trying to make a living and they're paying for their families to live every day. So we are, that's important to me to make sure we're taking care of those um, individuals. Do the majority of your customers in Mississippi close their pool for the winter or like winterize it or do they just like space out the cleanings? Yeah, so so I'm in Alabama. I'm in Huntsville, Alabama. And oh, I'm just originally, said Mississippi. Oh, my I'm gosh. Originally, oh, <laughs> I'm originally oh, okay. from Mississippi. You're from Mississippi, but you're in Huntsville. Oh, yes. OK. Yes. And, and so there's a mixture. There's about a 50-50 group of people um, that close their pools and the other ones leave it open. And so you can do either or. It's a good mix. Um, of folks doing both. So revenue is still moving, but it's just moving at a little bit slower pace than it would be in the real season. Yeah. What do you think, kind of switching gears and going back more to your personal journey as a business owner, what do you think has been your biggest like learning curve in going from, you know, military to business ownership? That's an awesome question. The biggest change is you own you own it and so when you're in the military you always own it because you own it everything that you do anyway but really people's lives are dependent on you and then your personality and your reputation is always it's out there too and so your everything's at stake every day it's like your personality your employees got to make sure that they understand that they're part of the business and they can make or break your business because they're part of your business they're your everyday face to the field uh, when you're not out there doing it yourself. So it's important that everybody has a stake in it and understand from the person answering their phones to the person that's closing the deal to the person that's doing the invoicing to the person that's out there doing technicians on pools. Everybody has a stake and everybody's important because that's our reputation. And without them, nothing else happens. It's, it's clearly just not even doable uh, without a team effort, unless you unless you just want to work hard like I did the first year. And I don't know. I don't know if I did it by. I just say Jesus every time somebody says, how did you do it? Jesus, that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's probably not sustainable, but you know, I, I do respect the grind, you know, and kind of working it out the first year. But, and that's a really good answer. I, I feel like you're probably an awesome person to work for. Just your personality, your demeanor seems so like abundant and happy and easygoing, but I'm sure you also get it done. You know, that military side of you knows how to get it done. So <laughs> I love it. So, okay, I want to, I have, I have this question on my mind for you. So I want to go all the way back to you looked at all these different brands. You're about to say yes to Pool Scouts. I don't know why I feel the urge to ask you this question. Right at the end of your process, before you signed that franchise agreement, did you have any second guesses? Like, were you doubting yourself? Were you hesitating? Or were you, after you went to that, you know, meet the team day, discovery day visit, were you just like, oh man, I'm all in and you just didn't look back? So I think there, no matter where you are in that process, there's always an aha moment of, am I making the right decision or not? Because um, when I did Discovery Day, um, Kevin William, I mean Wilson, which is the CEO of Buzz Franchise Brands, was phenomenal. He had we had a great conversation. He made me feel good um, coming out of COVID. He talked about franchisees that had a really hard time, and and that they was they were still sustainable. They're still in business today. Um, so he talked about some tools about how he helped them get through that. And I felt really good about that. I felt that we were going into a family environment where 
um, you know, where people are there for you. If if we go into some trying times, it's uncharted territory like COVID. Um, we'll be there together and, and there with me. And so um, the CEO, Brian, was the same way when we did our discovery day. So I kind of felt really comfortable about the people. And then the CEO for Pool Scouts was um, Michael Wagner. He's doing phenomenal. And we, so we all had really good conversation as it was direct. And, and I asked some hard questions about just how how do you survive in troubled times? Because really, when you know, everything's great, it doesn't matter. It's just when you go into some trying times, how do you handle it and how do you as the company work with the franchisee to make sure that they're successful. Um, so we had some really good conversations, but nonetheless, when it was time to sign that form, I was like, oh my God, I'm about to spend $100,000 on a franchise. This is not what I thought it was gonna be. So I, I just went through a cycle of either happiness and anger at the same time. It's like, why am I spending this much money? And But I still had it. I was like, I gotta do it. You gotta go for it. And so. I just made the choice to go for it. My wife was like, hey, we're with you no matter what happens. I might be mad with you a little bit if you if it tanks, but we'll get through it together. So uh, with her help and and then with Kevin's help um, and Michael's, I, I felt comfortable jumping in at feet first and just going for it. And so that made all the difference. I love that answer. Kevin Wilson is one of my great friends in franchising. You're right. He is an amazing human. Michael Wagner as well. They've both been guests here on Kim Daily TV. So you stand in good company. Right? <laughs> it's pretty awesome, <laughs> so you, right? So you see yeah. exactly where I was at there. I mean, they're phenomenal. Even just the first time we talked, it's just, it was a, um, a matter of just calmness. I, I got it from him and, and that no matter what we're doing, they can help me weather the storm. And so with that, I, I just really felt good. And, and naturally, the NPS score didn't hurt, but, you know, we won't talk about that. <laughs> hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're ready to begin your own journey to find the perfect franchise, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My services are totally free for you. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Now, back to the show. I always tell my candidates, franchising is about who, not what, right? If, you, if it's about what, go be an entrepreneur. It's about who, because franchising is all about being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. As, as you've so eloquently said multiple times already in this interview, you know, it's about the people. And you mentioned, you know, networking with the other franchisees, right, who are who are there in it every single day, just like you. And they can help you kind of push through or grow through things that you're struggling with that maybe they're not struggling with. So oh, that's yeah. been very apparent in everything that you said. And I wholeheartedly like smile and support all of that because that is franchising right there. That's the part that I think when people are standing on the sideline thinking about a franchise, they don't truly grasp, especially if they're not in conversation with franchisors. They're not going through the process and, and having those validation calls, right? Because sometimes even when people hear like, wow, I get to do validation calls, other owners are going to spend time with me. Like, why are they going to do that? And they're shocked, you know? And I'm like, well, because that's what we do as franchisees. If we want our brand to grow, which we do, because the more of us there are, the the stronger we are together, right? The bigger the, our Definitely. brand, the more equity we're building in that. Um, then we need more people to join the family. And how do mm -hmm. we do that? By sharing our stories. So that it's just an excellent point. Franchising is always about who, not what. I yep. love that. So, okay. So 
Now, what I where I want to go from your the last question of the day that you said yes, and I love how you're like I was excited and angry all at the same time. That's so freaking real. It's so amazing. It's so amazing, Ron, because that's how everybody feels. There's like this roller coaster of emotions multiple times, and in fact, it's really why Kim Daly has a business. It's why franchise consultants exist because anybody can do the due diligence, but not everybody can weather those ups and downs. But when you have somebody like me who's the trusted advisor in the process, you know, I, I want what's best for you. If it's to say no, then it's to say no. If it's to okay. say yes, and I know you're nervous, it's to help you push through that, right? Because that's really what you're telling me you want to do. So I think that, that, that that's why franchisors pay consultants is to help the people weather those up and down moments that are very, very real. And like you said, everybody has them, whether your net worth is 500,000 or 5 million. I've never met a candidate who wasn't feeling the fear at the end. And if they're not, I'm feeling it for them and I'm calling them out on it because I'm like, stop hiding it because I know it's in there, right? So it's going to come out at some point. And you know what happens? If it doesn't happen before they sign their franchise agreement, it most assuredly might happen after where they really have some kind of buyer's remorse. So we'd all rather you go through the gyrations before you sign to make sure this is the right thing for you. And not to focus too much on that, but since you said it, I mean, it's a very real moment. Okay. So you invested your 401k. Your wife was amazing and supportive. God bless her. I want to hug her by saying, you know, we're in this with you. you know, I'll be mad, but I'll support you. I'll still love you. So now you're two years in. Are you so happy that you jumped off that diving board, that you're in the pool swimming? Have you ever looked back? I, I have not looked back. So um, the piece that we're, we've run into now is my wife is like, hey, I'm really proud of you. You made a really good step. It's not from the money side, but just from your happiness side and your fulfillment on doing what you want to do. And so she, uh, my wife, Sheena's phenomenal and has been like, hey, go out and chase your dreams. Just live it. And so I, I've gone out there and lived it. I, I don't have any regrets for going back. I think this past year, um, I won rookie of the year for the franchise. And so I'm really happy that we're moving forward and doing great things. And so I think the best is yet to come. Uh, we're we're aiming for a million and we're trying to get there. And I think we will. It's just when do we get there and how do we scale to make sure it's successful and sustainable once we reach that milestone. That's amazing. Rookie of the year right here on Kim Daily TV. Does Kim Daily find the best franchisees in franchising to talk to? I had no idea. Congratulations. That's a massive award. Good for you. It is not shocking after spending only a few minutes with you. I can totally tell that you're the guy. You're the guy who wakes up to do it and you will get to that million. You know, you will. I'm going to breathe it into you. You will. <laughs> I think it's going to be multi-millions if you want to get there. But, you know, that's that question. And a lot of people out listening may not understand that, but everybody who invests in a business is there for a different reason. You heard him say he retired from the military, right? So this isn't like, this is like his second hurrah, but it doesn't have to be like, you're not putting kids through college, are you? <laughs> I am a little bit. They're on the backside. I have one left. <laughs> a little bit on the backside of it. Okay. But everybody's doing it for different reasons. You know, not everybody has those desires to have a $20 million operation, like you said, with, and all that that includes with every blessing and the money would be the blessing comes the burden, right? right? You can't get one without the other. And so it's a measure for each individual owner 
of what you want to give in order to receive. And I totally respect where you're at. I think it's awesome. And I think little by little, incrementally, you'll continue to want to grow until you're done growing. And then you might coast it out and maybe sell it unless one of your kids wants to take it over at some right, point, right? right that would right. be an amazing legacy for dad, right? It would be amazing, but I won't be around to know either way. <laughs> <laughs> not going anywhere <laughs> um, this has been awesome Rontario like I really enjoy talking to you I think your story is very inspiring so I want to ask you one final question when you think about the listeners who are out there right now who may be sitting on the sideline dreaming of taking the plunge but really afraid what advice would you have knowing what you know now what advice would you give to that person on the sideline so I would say the person on the sideline is you have to, one, you have to pray about it. You have to figure out, is it really for me to take this chance? And can your can your family afford you to take the chance right now? I always say there's chapters in people's lives that sometimes this chapter isn't the chapter to jump in. But if it's in you and it's in your gut, stay with it. Keep it, um, keep it and let it resonate with you. And as you work with people in your community and all around, um, somebody find some people that inspire you. I think nothing's worse than having people that don't inspire you. Got to have people that inspire you to be great. Um, and it's always easy to be second best and just settle for being regular. Or you could be first. Fly with eagles or fly with birds. You got to figure out which one you want to be on. And so um, I think you got to figure out that chapter. And once you figure out what chapter that is that you want to jump in, go all in. Don't don't be partially in. Go all in. It, either go big or go home. And so that's kind of my thing with franchising or either doing anything from being, from being an author or doing anything. You just got to figure out, hey, do I want to do it? And then once you decide, figure out the three to five year plan and go for it. And then it might be a three year plan. You might say, I need three years to get myself set. Maybe I need to pay off a thing. Or like you said, get my kids through college, whatever it is, figure that out. And then once you're in, just live through it. And that way you can enjoy the journey. And like anything else, we only live once. So don't don't have any regrets. Just go for it and don't turn back. So that's my advice. And, and pick something uh, we've talked about throughout this whole thing. Pick something that you like, one that you can live with, one that you can go home every day and say, I still like doing this tomorrow. And the family culture, we talked about that a lot. Um, being in a culture or a model or a franchise brand that people, you feel that people care. Uh, from my business coach, Kirsten, uh, from Michael Wagner, from Kevin Wilson, um, all of those people are phenomenal, Brian, and, and even they can call me today and they'll say, hey, Ron, I think you need to keep pushing. You're doing great. I've been watching behind the scenes. Um, I was just talking to Kevin a few weeks ago and he was like, hey, you guys are doing great things down there. I want to see something great next year. I was like, I'll do my best to sustain, but, you know, we'll see where we are. Um, so everybody's got to be all in. And, and I think having a good environment for you when you do your discovery day is, is really instrumental in making that right decision, because if they're not the right fit, go to somebody else. And I think that's what I would tell any any person that's looking to do a business. Do it. Do it on your time and then find the culture that fits you. Amazingly said. There's nothing else I can say. You just topped it right there, Ontario. That was awesome. Thank you so much for being so inspiring. Congratulations on your Rookie of the Year award. I am not shocked by that after 15 minutes with you. <laughs> and I hope to God that you hit that million-dollar goal this year and even then some continue to grow. Thank you so much for sharing your inspiring story right here on Kim Daily TV. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. For those who are inspired by this amazing man and his story and you are ready to begin your own journey 
to fly like an eagle. Like Rontario said, I love that. <laughs> well, you know that I want to be your daily coach. Please follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. And until next time, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. You can find more content just like this on my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. And if you're inspired to take the next step to explore franchises matched to you, please email me right now at inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. 